Hey Jess, how are you doing? Hi Ash. For the third time today, we even though we've talked today. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, this you're amazing. Now. Yeah, I'm amazing. I I do this thing where I say how I want to feel, even if I'm not mm-hmm. feeling that way. So sometimes okay, it works. So like most of the time, it so works. like reverse, like reverse psychology. Yes, girl. Okay, that works. Trick your brain. Okay, so I should wake up tomorrow and be like, get you a millionaire. Oh, it's going to happen. The more you say it, okay. the more <laughs> it'll come to you. That ain't nothing okay. but affirmations. <laughs> affirmations, yes. You know. See, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not about to play with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, we usually recap. Um... But y'all should just go listen to episode two, and there can be y'all recap. That can bring y'all up to speed, and we can just keep moving forward. What you think, Ash? I think that's a great idea. Um, or I mean, really, to be honest with you, I I don't know what I'm kind of going through because if you pay attention, like I haven't been Instagram, I like barely been tweeting. I don't know if this is kind of like an interpersonal, like let me stay away or like some type of weird clean I'm doing. It's really not a clean. I just get into these spells sometimes where it's like I kind of only talk to the people who I need to talk to. Um, I really, I really haven't been on Instagram. Like I've been like on Twitter. I haven't been on Instagram or Snapchat. So I don't know. Shit, I need to recap myself. <laughs> Well, girl, you are. I will take. Yeah. I'll get off for Instagram for a whole year playing with me. Like I don't. It's like I feel detached. It's like some weird detachment going on. But mm, I feel that too. I feel like I don't know. It might just be an energy thing because my energy is just off. Like I'm just not really feeling being social. I feel like I need to like regroup and gather myself. I think everybody kind of, you know, do that sometimes, like, have their own interpersonal, like, regroup session, and, you know, you never know, next weekend, just, yeah. hey, girl, I'm energized. <laughs> True. Uh, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I know. Like, especially, like, with people that's, that can be, like, the life of the party, you know, or the center of attention. Yeah. But then you need that time to just be by yourself to recharge. So yeah. I feel that's like how, that's the, that's the perfect way to, that's the perfect way to explain it. Because I feel like I'm always the, Ashley, you're the best friend. Woo. Yes. And I'll be like, girl, I just want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in, like, a real chill, like, I don't know, my, my, my frame right now. I feel that, mm-hmm. but it's all in it's all in love, nothing negative. Uh, I just been. I don't. I don't even. Uh, yeah, moving forward. <laughs> moving to the sounds of blackness. Right. Let's just go into sounds of blackness. I should um, listen to sounds of blackness. Girl. Cause sometimes you that's gonna that's gonna pick my energy up right there for real. 
That's gonna pick my. I'm all right. I'm gonna listen to sounds of blackness. I'm driving to work. Optimistic sounds of blackness. <laughs> by sounds of blackness. Yes, that's the song. That's the song. I'm gonna listen to it in the morning. That is the song. Optimistic. That's the, I remember growing up, like blasting that song in the car. Like I, that song reminds me of my childhood. Girl, yeah, it reminds me of Kid and Play uh, House mm-hmm. Party. I think two. Mm-hmm. He got to college and he almost get kicked out of college. Yeah, out of party. Yeah, that's that way. But, so yeah. who you have? Who you have first runner up for the sounds of blackness? Well, I want to shout out Daniela. Um, Danny J for making 10k on YouTube last week. Woo-woo. Gone, Danny J girl. Congratulations! Shout out Daniela, and she's a part <laughs> that of is the dope. Ted and Ty show. So, mm-hmm. support the Ted and Ty podcast featuring Danny J. And y'all go like, share, and subscribe to Danny J on YouTube, the Brown Girl brand. Um, and y'all yes. can see her followers going, I mean, her subscribers going up. I'm I'm proud of her because like she really stuck to like when I say like you know when you hear people say that in conversation but like no like she really stuck to like the hair care routines her weight loss journey like just sticking to always uploading videos that's how you get the subscribers like that's really dope yeah that's for sure staying on top of it because most of the times the hardest thing about starting something as a creative is just getting started and then you have to stick to it and be consistent and make sure that you're putting out content that is worthy of you, you know, and to your brand and making sure that it's moving you forward. So dedication and hard work pays off. So really just want to highlight Danny J for making 10K. <laughs> Hustle and motivate. Yeah. Hey. Or on my end, um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Okay, so this is nonprofit organization called Styles for Styles for Kids. It was originally called Styles for Girls back in 2010, and the um, creator and founder of it is her name is Tamikia Swint, and she's so dope because this this basically like it basically targets transracial parents and their kids. Like she helps them with their with their kids' hair. Cause like you know how you can see like a white lady in a grocery store and her child is mixed or black and her hair look crazy. Mm-hmm. So she's like the in between goat for all of that. Like she has a salon now. The first salon opened in 2018, mm-hmm. and it's just dope because. It, it like empowers the kid. It makes them feel better. Like you know, confidence wise, the yeah. parents. Cause they, you know, you can feel defeated if you can't do your baby hair. Yeah, so cause a she, lot of the bonding as a mother daughter thing when you growing up comes from your mom sitting you down and doing your hair, mm-hmm. regardless of how those memories are of you being tender headed or mm-hmm. how it is. You, everybody got a story of their mama sitting them down and combing their hair. Man, like she just saw that when I came across this story, it was on um I saw it on essence dot com. And she's basically like bridging the gap for the parent and the child just so they can bond more with their babies, learn how to do their hair. Um she just she just provides so much stuff. Like she teaches them how to do the hair. She has like 
certification training and education for parents. It's really for like parents who like have adopted or their foster parents who like, you know, young children who they have a different race. So I, I thought that story was really dope. Um, and if y'all want to check it out, um, the website is www.stylesforkids.org. That's hecka dope. It is. And the little baby's hair is really pretty. So y'all should check it out. That's really tight. And now she got her own song because at first she was going to the people's house. It started with, you know, her just reaching, a lady reaching out to her and like, hey, can you help me with my, you know, three kids' hair? And it was, you know, three clients just turned into 500. And now she has this whole entire booming business. That's so tight. <laughs> and that kind like, of just affirms, like, that you can create your own space in this world. Like, no matter what you have a passion for, as mm-hmm. long as you are committed and you can carve out your own lane you can mm-hmm. just create your space and become a millionaire or build your wealth within something that you love doing just because mm-hmm. you can commit to it yes i thought this story was really dope i was like let me shout out and stuff to me that's a bomb way to end sounds of blackness that was dope it was so shout out to all of y'all shout out So now, the culture index. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> now, why did you have to take that pause? Because I, mm. because you know how we got to get into when they see us. Now that you have watched it, I'm so excited. Okay, well, I still have to watch the last part, but we can we can definitely discuss. Okay. I've watched enough. I've watched enough to where we can discuss. It's really just fuck everybody, but right. you want to know my <laughs> So so far, what I what I said true as far as like the first two parts making you like really really angry and frustrated, and the last two mm-hmm. parts making you just cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yeah, like that's like I thought you was playing, but I was like, no, nah, I see what you girl, and you know. I wanted to watch it with him and it's like I understood that certain parts like he really didn't want to like watch and I'm just sitting here like hey you gotta watch it with me brother brother because I, I feel like everybody should watch this like young old people our generation like if I was around my little cousins I would make them watch it like I feel like everybody need to know, need to know this story also I feel the same way mm-hmm. because like, it was hard to watch and like it like I, I understand what you're saying because mm-hmm. I battled with myself to watch it because I knew that it was going to frustrate me. I knew that I was going to cry and I was, wasn't was prepared to deal with all those emotions, but I'm glad that I forced myself to watch it because Ava DuVernay did an amazing job telling their story. Mm-hmm. And she did. For it's been received so well and that dang Linda Fairstein, oh my god she is just trash, like can you believe that she um, like Ava DuVernay wanted to talk to her um, about the movie and just because that's what you do as a journalist, you be wanting to get both sides of the yeah. story just so you can make sure that it's good and, and she wanted to t- um, interview the you know, the officers Right, responding officers and everybody too. But she refused to sit down with her. Well, she refused to meet with her unless if she unless she was going to not interview the the exonerated, like the Central Park Five. So she didn't want them to talk to them, and that was the only way that she would sit down. And she wanted to have 
uh, creative control within her script and make changes mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and change. Yeah, that's what I heard on from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, like change some of the script or you know pick and choose what she wanted in the story. Like no, 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 Linda, you not you not driving the boat. Right. So you not you not making a stallion. Right. No, girl. The, have you seen her neck? Her <laughs> neck. Like you know no. what her neck looked like. Her neck. You remember that show Dinosaurs? Yes. With the little baby, like the cartoon. No, it wasn't a cartoon. It was like a, a um three D like animated. It was like a a family of dinosaurs. I but I believe so. And it had a little baby, and he would be like, "Not the mama, not the mama." <laughs> <laughs> That's what she looked like. She looked like that damn baby. Linda, not the mama Pharisee. She, you sure right, Linda? Not the mama Ferris team because she had no maternal instinct when dealing with those boys. She, so, so when so let's let's go let's dial back. So when you first saw it and you was feeling those emotions, like okay, you so wanted I was to immediately upset when they start uh, when they started running and they jumped over the wall or whatever and. Mm-hmm. Juan was in the bush and Kevin got hit in the face. And when Kevin got hit in the face, girl, that's when I knew that the movie was going downhill from there. And I probably mm-hmm. and I feel like that's probably not even ten or fifteen minutes into the movie. Yeah, it's not. It's it's and I get where you, where you were coming from when you say it shows like the you know how their day started. And it's crazy because at the end of either the first or second part, it shows them how they like they, how you if you know when you go through something traumatic or something real like some real crazy shit happened you just think back to like damn the morning like when you woke up like if I wouldn't have made this decision right. how would my day have gone like and I'm pretty sure they didn't know that that shit was gonna happen to them right if only Kevin didn't go to the park he he took his ass home put your trumpet down and you still went to the park but it ain't but your fault just... Kev it ain't your fault you want to go with the kids exactly. ain't none of this your fault <laughs> that he was probably like a loner like that he was just like a yeah. type of kid but he kind of like wanted to make friends and wanted to be out and wanted to be in the mix and just was happens to be in the wrong spot wrong place at the wrong time and the whole situation just turned sour and I was so angry with Ray when he just told and he was like yeah and he just I I made a deal and it, it just frustrated me so much that they were so unaware or the pressure just got to them so bad I mean I never you never know what you would do until you in that type of Man, situation this but is the like, part the part that got me was I I just felt I don't even know how to describe my feelings. Like when Yusuf's mom came in and when she looked at her and said, you've had, <laughs> you've been having these grown men interrogate these, you, these minors, like shame on you. And I just wish that all of their, I mean, even though um, Tron's parents was there, I wish all of them would have had her attitude and her mentality with the shit like you're not gonna sit up here and question my kid with this shit. Now we getting a lawyer. I wish everybody just would have been more even though ain't none of that they they fall, I just wish they would have been more like on their shit. Like, yeah. no, nah, we not talking to you about nothing. We ain't talking to you about nothing. He ain't signing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he, she, she walked up in there like the Bogart, like nigga, give me my child. Bad. But that's how you supposed to be though. Yeah. I, and it 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 upset me when they walked out and they like walked right past Corey, and Corey only went down there to be with his friend. But he was they, he was asleep. 
He was asleep. He never with the, how she was cradling Yusuf. You can see like they um they wouldn't even th- thought to look in the other room. Yeah. Like his head was down and he was asleep. Like he didn't even know. I'm pretty sure if he would have saw them walking out, he would have just you know left too. Yeah. But it was so sad. I was just like, oh my gosh, and that he just really went through all of that. Mm-hmm. It was, but I'm for sure. Um, if I don't finish it uh tonight, I'll probably finish it tomorrow for sure. Yeah, but what I am glad about is that they pulling all of Linda's things, honey. All mm-hmm. of her associates get into it. Her boy titles, <laughs> the book publishings, all of her little deals and everything. They're like, oh no, ma'am, we're just gonna disassociate ourselves with you. And that, I feel like she like trying to save face by saying she agreed to resign or all that type of mess. But girl, go ahead and sit down. You and your neck, you take that <laughs> and you have yourself a seat. I'm surprised. <laughs> For you and your neck. It's just a mess. That neck is horrible. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't think I can't believe you really took that stance on that story and then you sat your little ugly white ass there and wrote five, six, seven books like you know what you're talking about. Like you know what you're doing. Girl, and just to be so wrong. Like I know that I'll be like, be right to you wrong. I mean, be wrong to you right, but no. No, no, no. That doesn't that, apply. To that her. does not apply in that situations. <laughs> no, that was that was trash. Like, and and um, we were getting upset watching the part in the courtroom. It's like the jury. It's like he said he blamed the jury. Me personally, I blame everybody. I blame the prosecution, the judge. How they even how they said they like they purposely gave the case to that particular judge, and they said ten times out of nine he always side with the state. So yeah. off off back, it wasn't fair. Yeah, <laughs> like it just wasn't fair. So it's like, and you sitting there, and it's just like, what is the jury hearing? Like, are y'all hearing how none of the DNA they have none of their DNA? Are y'all hearing any of this? But then y'all sit and watch these videos, and you can clearly see that they're being told what, to, or they trained them what to say, and how they're stumbling over their words, all of this stuff, and y'all still found them guilty. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. That was just a mess. I just the and her with that whole six man theory. I was like, this lady is really out of her mind. Like she is really, really, and it's really people in the world that think like that. That really what was the six man life. theory? When she was like, because it was five of them, and because mm-hmm. they couldn't find any of their DNA to associate with him with them, then there was a six man in the park. And yeah, bitch, the the nigga that actually did it, girl. And even <laughs> he ain't the even the six man. He the only man. The he only like, man. It's not no five. Like the stories didn't line up, and like the consistent the the incons the consistencies of the inconsistency was just mm-hmm. too, too deliberate for anybody to conclude that this is a story that makes sense like that this I like I like this story because it's like a roller coaster because it's like now we know how it's going to end so when you sitting there watching part 1 part 2 part 3 and then the end part it's like I just thank God that all of them still alive I'm I thank God that they can tell that their story has been told the right way because yeah, everybody because needs to know this story it's it's 
shining light on other situations even though that the justice is long overdue because I think I read a, a story about the Groveland 4 of like four mm-hmm. boys that were convicted of raping a white woman Groveland 4 well it, it's just only it's only coming out a 17 year old girl and assaulting her husband on July 16 1949 in Florida and they convicted these four boys and murdered them and then, all these years later, after Ava DuVernay's film, they decided that they were pardoned because mm-hmm. of the way that they were tried and convicted and without any evidence. And the crazy part about it is, I mean, my stance to answer the question is the, the crooked people in law enforcement, and it's not just the police officers, it's the prosecutors, the DAs, the judges, everybody, they know it's just they do their best to cover it up to where it, it's not like public record. <laughs> like, however they want to have their hands on, just like the guy said in part two, like the police, you know, they they wrote it out how they wanted to write it out. Like they finished the story. So it's like... Even still, because that black officer, like in the beginning when it first came on, and he was like, well, they minors. And he was like, oh, they left voluntarily? He... he treated it like it was Christmas but that black officer was like he knew that something wasn't right he knew that that yeah, was yeah right. he should he should but they it. still allow that to mm-hmm. happen well you know that's where that thin blue line come mm-hmm. in you know and they have that code of honor to protect each other and he just he totally missed what the fuck he said like her, his mother is sick like she had to get her medicine but you wouldn't know that because all you want to do is just interrogate him because this little this, this weak ass Linda Linda knocked the mama fair scene and told these motherfuckers that you know ain't no justice you know, ain't no protocol whatever the fuck she said she's stupid girl <laughs> <sighs> it's like girl who hurt you like what what BBC ghosted you like what happened yeah, this is. I, I'm for. I am definitely for all of her uh, karmic uh, that's happening to her. Look, I'm <laughs> all of her losing her, all her things. Yeah, everything, every karma. This karma been waiting ever since 1989. So now it's here. <laughs> they should have took the compensation that they gave the men for that time in jail. From her acquired wealth, since she done got so wealthy off the back, so they and they need to give them some. They need to give them some more. Exactly what they, they need to give them some more. Fifty one, hey, another fifty one million from her. But I know she been not sue because I think I heard Charlemagne talking about she was gearing up to like sue or whatever, just because so she can say like this is causing her all of this um, grief and she lost this and she lost that. But girl. This is karma. You didn't lose nothing that you wasn't supposed to be have anyway, mm-hmm. because that's just not how it works. If you were supposed to have this stuff, it would still be with you, and you wouldn't have to go through the links that you did to get it. Yeah. But that's enough about uh, Linda, not the mama. <laughs> yeah, enough, enough of these peasants. Okay, so just real mm-hmm. quick, um, <laughs> I feel like DJ Khaled is a fool because. Well, I, I thought, you know, you know how you hear certain stories and be like, okay, it's going to fizzle out. It's going to go away. It's not that deep. You know, last week when they were saying that he was upset that his album wasn't number one and he was mad because it was number two. And then you even remember when you talked about, you know, 
Tyler the Creator music and you know saying that his album was really good. I love that Igor project. DJ Khaled is mad. He basically mad at Tyler the Creator, but he ain't saying it. Like he's mad that Tyler the Creator album is number one and his album is number two. So he's basically reporting to he's planning a lawsuit against Billboard after the his new album lands at number two. Like, Girl, don't no, you have not. something to do with Assad? <laughs> no, he is. No, not. he is. And they're on the same label. So you're mad at your label mate because he has number one and you're number two. It's not like you're 22 or 52. It's like you really throwing the whole bitch fit and having like, you know, acting like you a whole women, woman and have like a red monster. You mad because you're number two. And this motherfucker's out here trying to even get a record deal, period. Girl. Go play. Like you Before acting like you were five age. <laughs> like Girl. go away. All this all this real news shit that's going and on like, and you mad because you number two. <laughs> and I ain't even like I I've heard the Khaled project, but like the way I've listened to Igor mm-hmm. compared to the way I've listened to the new I don't even know the name of it. I just no, DJ Khaled. But Father of a like side. Everything from now on gonna be a side. A side's birthday. Father of a side. Oh, I did that yeah. shit with a side. Like, <laughs> do something else. And some yeah, of the songs I mean, are good, but, but you're not like a collaboration one. project. You know, mm-hmm. like Tyler Creator, Tyler the Creator's Igor project is a a work of art. Like it, it flows. Like it had. It's like a breakup CD. It goes in order, like it works. And DJ Kelly, you're good. You're great. You are smart. You are important. <laughs> like, what but do you it's need? It's like a compilation of different people music on there. Like, that's what that's what it He's is. He's so busy like, talking about they don't want you to win, and he he they own they. Why are you mad? He's they. He is they. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't get it. You're number two. Which means I you mean, still sold millions of records. It ain't like you out here hitting. <sighs> we the best. Next, next. He's trash. <laughs> next on the culture index. <laughs> he just pissed me off. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the Hive and um, Nicole Coran. They got me out here looking bad. Um, Cause see, I I love Beyonce, but I wouldn't consider myself part of the house. Oh, I'm probably part of the tribe, but I don't necessarily like. I'm not about to be trolling nobody pictures, and I love Beyonce because Beyonce. Mm-hmm. But you're not a part. Of, yeah, it's okay if you don't want to be a part of how we understand. But see, me on my end, we I'm a faithful member of the Beehive. Um, you know, we have been rolling strong since uh, for twenty over twenty years now, and you know things like this it happens. But you know, some people really really do the most. I do, I feel like the Beehive was they really did the most. Like the lady was, <sighs> y'all, calm down. She's asking them. She's getting their drink order. They can have a conversation. Like if they didn't want to be around nobody, they could have been been in the box. Shit, they could have been in the locker room. They could have been anywhere. They could have been on top of the damn building. Well, <laughs> but they she said that they were there. Yeah, they invited them or whatever. And then what's so crazy is the fact that they literally had to play the the 
the, the I guess the video again or the clip of them again and you can literally see her saying exactly what she asked them as far as like I never uh, do you want I never not believed her because I just feel like they did the most I mean it was kind of awkward seeing her like body language but I mean that was you know some people probably can't pick up on you know if somebody is kind of like too close or whatever whatever but I don't feel like she felt disrespected because she was talking to Jay-Z Beyonce don't give a fuck she probably did give a fuck she don't now (laughs) like yeah but the thing is honestly sometimes I probably would probably do the same thing. Yeah. Just because I don't like nobody talking over me. Yeah, like, that's probably what it was. Like, like you can tell she just, you know, wanted like some space or whatever, but it wasn't like, bitch, stop talking to me. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, she really like leaning over. Yeah. Like, so I don't think that it was like a personal, like, oh, she's trying to mess with my man type of thing. She probably was just looking at her but, like, girl, do you gotta, you ain't gotta get that close. I know it's loud, but dang, like, why are you over me? And then, so, and then, like, with the with some of Beyonce fans telling her to kill herself and all that stuff, like, I that's at that point I feel like that's when it's too extra. Like, y'all need to calm. Well, down. I think that's extra too. Anyway, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but you. No, that's it is. That's, too much. that's, that's not too right. Much. Like cyberbullying. Like it's too many people out here, like killing themselves. Like young kids, older people. Like you don't need to tell nobody to kill themselves because that's like really serious. So yeah, that's or anything a type of harm to themselves because that's not cool. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I mean, did you see Taraji um advocating for mental health? Well, lobbying for mental health. No, I know she always does because um I know her dad. Her dad battle battle with mental health. What did she say? Well, she was um, standing up for mental health. Um, I don't know exactly when. It was a clip. And she was just talking about the importance of mental health and how it needs to be taught in school because, like, uh, physical education, because people need to know how to deal with their emotions and have that emotional intelligence. And she was just talking about how it's disappointing as far as like the suicide rates or kids are getting younger and younger mm-hmm. and we really just need to acknowledge the fact that of how we can cope and deal with it so I was just it was just really good to hear because you know as someone who deals in with mental illness and fights strongly to be okay every day it's really good to hear people having open communications about mental health. Yeah, it is. But she she's real big and, you know, a big advocate for mental health because um, her interview with The Breakfast Club, she talked about her dad a lot. And <clears throat> she's really dope. Like, her um, organization, I don't know the name on top of my head, but I'll find it. But, yeah, she she really put on. It's important to her. Yeah. It should be important to everybody, I think. Yes, I know. Like, I mean, as far as me and my immediate family, it's probably especially, but yeah, it's probably more so like my mom. We just try our best to just encourage her because I know, like, you know, uh, things can trigger like mental health, um, unstableness, I guess. Like, and for my mom, like, she hers is probably grief, like, she never gotten over the fact that she's not really close to her dad, and then she's never gotten over the fact that you know, just grieving my grandma, like, she's never gotten over that so that's kind of like one of her triggers so you just try to encourage yeah. her 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell y'all my story one day. Y'all gonna have to buy it off the of Buy it, shit. Make the money. Linda did. <laughs> I'm gonna make them put it in the make the money. Don't let it make you. Look, my story cost me, so it's definitely gonna cost y'all. <laughs> you had you got something else on your end? Um, I was gonna talk about Tracy Morgan wrecking that two million dollar Bugatti girl. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so let's pick. So, do you want to talk about Tracy Morgan and the update with the Bugatti, or do you want to talk about how Spirit Airlines? has had the audacity to ban <laughs> they banned this man for life because he was vaping in the bathroom on the plane. Girl, he ain't missing <laughs> But my thing is let me just say something real quick and then we can talk about Tracy Morgan. Spirit Spirit you you remember Soul Plane? That's what I think that spirit is soul plane to me. And I really I would book a flight with soul plane before I even booked with spirit because it's like I've never I think I've flown spirit one time, one, and the flight wasn't really that bad, but it's like you had to pay for everything. But it's like everybody else reviews they have like horrible reviews. I'm talking about never finding a bag, just all type of stuff, these fifty dollar vouchers. And it's just like who y'all think y'all is to ban somebody for life because he was vaping. He they should he should vape. <laughs> it ain't gonna hurt shit. Well, first of all, ain't no smoking on the plane. And I hate he probably was like, nigga, this spirit, I don't care. Okay. He was like, they ain't This motherfucker set the smoke detector off. <laughs> My nigga, you cannot do that. Good. Being vaping is so dangerous. I seen it was like one puff of vape is like 100 to 200 cigarettes. Like, oh, like, no, no, no. <laughs> But still, like man, okay. So let's go to Tracy. I thought I thought that was no. funny, but I'm booking with Soul Plane. No. <laughs> Speaking of Tracy Morgan, that's a good segue because he was up in Soul Plane too. <laughs> Girl, he was in Soul Plane. The thing is, the messed up thing about it is, like, cause he wrecked it. The lady, I think she's like a 61 year old woman. I know she's old, and she, yeah, she's an older lady, but mm. she was like. She said that she didn't. That is not her fault. That How is it not her fault? They both was, they both was trying to turn right, girl. But she was trying to turn right from the center lane. So, ma'am, it's your fault. You can't turn right from the center lane. So much, girl. So much. <laughs> like if you see the video of when he get out the car, like he's. He bang up. He's like, bitch, you get out the car. <laughs> I mean, I think anybody would be pissed. Anybody would be pissed. I'm talking about infuriating. But that's what he getting. That's just that's just like what Kathy and Crystal said. If I pay, if I pay two point anything, one point anything, nine hundred thousand dollar anything, my nigga, you delivering the car to me. I'm not driving nothing. And then you driving it in Manhattan or wherever the fuck you was at, like. It's cars everywhere. It's, it's people honking. It's taxis everywhere. It's too much. Like, nigga, I need peace. I went to New York <laughs> one time. I almost died trying to cross the street. No. I ain't even gonna lie. Man. Like, these people don't, they don't play no games. Nobody knows how to drive, girl. They will knock you over. They be driving fast. They don't play. Like, that, man, I ain't gonna, I ain't, I don't wish that on that type of shit on nobody, especially if you spend that type of money getting a car. But it's just like, he definitely should have had them deliver that hoe. Damn. Damn, I ain't know that happened to somebody's grandma. Now, so now she gotta be the grandma at Fourth of July oh, and and with that- Thanksgiving. The grandma who fucked up Tracy Morgan's car. 
her insurance about to be out of control, honey, because she drives like a Honda or something. Mm. She's going to be paying that for the rest of her life. Damn. Hate to see it. <laughs> Girl. Man. So, so you got, that's enough for the culture index. Man. <laughs> That's and she, you know what she should do? She comes to terms with herself. She should have old boy who got banned for spirit be her chauffeur. <laughs> How? Because he can't fly and that motherfucker can't drive. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> All right, next. They're going to be both sitting at home. Both sitting at home. <laughs> That's crazy. Girl. So I kinda wanna um tell you about um let's do a little Netflix and spill. Okay. Cause I've been watching a lot of Netflix and I just wanna share with y'all just something in case y'all wanna I watch. Mean, Netflix I found this movie. Girl, I found this movie. It's called I Am Mother. Mm-hmm. And it's about this teenage girl and she's raised by a robot who's designed to repopulate Earth and there's like it's just a girl in this robot and the robot raises her and then when the lady comes it's like who told you that like what you like the world is over and everything Mm -hmm. so definitely I want to tell you a lot about it but I don't want to tell you a lot about it but I feel like you definitely need to go watch it because it's really really good Oh, you can see watch See You Yesterday, too. If y'all haven't seen that already. That might frustrate you, too. It's kind of on the heels of when they see us, but not as deep. Mm. It's produced by Spike Lee. Yeah, I'm going to have to check all these out. I'm going to have uh, some entries uh, probably next week if I can just sit down and watch Netflix one day. Yeah. And I'm finally making myself watch She's Gotta Have It. Oh, yeah. That's not that's what I did watch the second part, but I don't know how I feel about it. It's, I kind of just feel did like you watch the first. Mm-hmm. It's weird because yeah. I was seeing people saying they like the second part or the second season better than the first season. I kind of low key like the first season better than the second. I don't. It's like the last episode, like the episodes before the last one, maybe like the second to last, and um, the episode right before the last. Um, they were good. They had kind of like me behind it and stuff, but it's like how the last episode ended. I was just sitting here like, that's it. Well, I haven't watched season two yet. I'm just now starting. No, it's good. It's <laughs> good. It has like a great, you know, storyline, different characters. They got their own story. So yeah. you really got to like, you know, keep watching. It's good. Darling is I dope. just Nola Darling yeah. is dope, but some some parts of Nola is just like, oh, it makes you just want to strangle her. <laughs> like, girl, why you don't True. get it? <laughs> And even when you get to the second season, you still gonna be like, girl, you still don't fucking get it. (laughs) So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I I, I really like it. It's dope. And with me, like, I'm in a space where I'm, like, reevaluating, like, dating and, like, what's my perceptions of it, of, like, what I feel like, what should be real and how how I want to do it or if I want to do it at all. It's just a good, I don't know. It's like good research. It is. It is. It's a it's a great ass case study. 
a great great that's like on the fence about if you should or should not date mm-hmm. again cause I'm done with y'all I ain't dating nobody else y'all play too many games <laughs> <laughs> now that's a great point to put yes or right I'm, I'm done real, with y'all girl. yes or right cause y'all, y'all do y'all play games y'all play too many games yes or yes. right it's like you know what, what do you pick Girl, Mm-mm. my my stance on dating right now is if you're not trying to fall in love with me, don't like me. That's equivalent for <laughs> nigga. Don't waste my time. Period. If you're not trying to love me, don't like me. And I think that kind of comes with our age too. Like when we get to this age, where the hell we at? It's just like I wish I would be. Hypothetically speaking, if I wasn't already in a relationship, if I was single, I wish I would be talking to somebody and I even halfway feel like you wasting my time. Like, no, 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 because who has the time for you right. to waste? Like, I don't have it. Maybe like the bitch around the corner then, got it, but I don't. People be wanting to play games and be like, oh, let me see if I like you. But I'll be like, nah, I already like you. I don't got to see nothing except for what's up with you. So, <laughs> man. If you're not trying to be on the same, but you still gotta, but see, that's a cool mentality to have. But you still gotta kind of like dial back and have like a light stage. Like the light stage is important because you still, it's like you filling them out type stuff. Uh, (laughs) Nah, (laughs) I ain't like nobody else. I'm done. I'm done liking y'all niggas. I'm sensitive. I'm artist, and I'm sensitive about my shit. That's funny. Like, what we gonna do? We gonna create like some dating tips, or you wanna just? Ooh. I mean, that's dating tip number one. Like y'all need to stop. If niggas stop playing games, no, let's not do dating. Tips. Okay, I don't want to go off on the tangent. Well, eventually, just... eventually we'll get there. <laughs> Cause you know what? Well, you know why? Cause it's above. It's above about, you now. Y'all, y'all... <laughs> Y'all suggest what y'all think we should it's talk a, about. It's above you now. Something that concerns y'all. <laughs> and we could talk about that mm-hmm. here. So email us with y'all concerns. Oh, and we can take it from there. That's funny. Huh? Uh, we not going. Man. Let's, that's, a, that's a perfect one for us to go on to the make it make sense. What we making sense today. Because I was going to make sense of the, uh, well, not make sense, but I thought, you know, we were going to talk more about the, uh, when they see us in Central Park 5, but we talked we talk enough, because that's, it ain't going to do nothing but piss me back off, so whatever you want to talk about, I'm cool with it. We can make sense of the fact that the student in Dallas got her valedictorian speech cut because she mentioned Trayvon Martin you know, the and fuck what? Samir Rice. I saw that video <laughs> and I just thought I don't know what I thought. I thought that was just going to be like some real Twitter viral shit. But that really happened like real life. Yes. Yes. That happened in real life. They cut her mic short. If you go to the shave room they have the remainder of her mm-hmm. speech on there but what annoyed me mm-hmm. is the fact that the principal who cut her speech is a black man 
So why did why was like, it bothering him that much to where she can't even finish her valedictorian speech, something that she'll never get an opportunity to do again? It's bothering y'all grown ass, immature people in this audience and she can't even say what she wanna say. Now she would have got up there she would have got up there spitting all uh the motherfucking presidents. Y'all would have been okay with that. These stupid ass people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just it's just crazy. It's like it was just disappointing because like she up there and she's about to give. And then as somebody who used to sub, like I subbed in my hometown, which is right outside of mm. Dallas. And Dallas is full of predominantly it's a mi- mixed mixed minority group of kids within the district like a majority of Hispanic or Mexican or black kids so for her to stand up and address the school or her classmates like this is this deals with situations that they deal with all the time you know like these are people that that look like them these are people that probably have the same life experience to them and with all the violence that's been going on in Dallas lately and people dying and young kids getting caught up in crossfire and stuff like that like for somebody to be speaking out against police brutality and us just having to stop and bring attention to what we doing and make sure that we are aware of our surroundings and doing the best things and we making it out despite all and against the odds Mm -hmm. it's just very disappointing that a black man would call for her speech to be cut when he should be the main advocate making sure that her voice is heard. It's, and it's so easy for them to just tap dance on that excuse of, oh, technical difficulty. So you mean to tell me out of this whole ceremony and everybody got a chance to say what they wanted to say, then you get to the valedictorian in her speech and as soon as you hear Trayvon Martin and all these people who everybody should know their damn they names and you know the name. <laughs> like you just the mic something just miraculously mysteriously happens with the mic no girl if you're looking in the video you can see him like do a little signal and give the thumbs up to like cut her mic oh the next time I'm thinking that the shit just the happened moment. and they're like oh technical difficulties so he basically cued somebody to cut her shit off yes he, he cued for her he don't even need to be the principal Exactly. The next time you watch that video of her standing up there at that podium, look at the black man that's in the... Where did he think she was going? Like, (laughs) it couldn't have been nowhere but positive. And then he released a statement saying, in Dallas ISD, we educate leaders of tomorrow and encourage student voices and we are looking into this No, you don't. If you kill somebody to cut her mic. Girl, so let's think it is making make sense things we can't make sense of actually I just <laughs> yeah like I'm just I'm sitting up here just shaking my head literally because you a damn fool and that is like you did it's like I'm trying to understand the logic like I'm trying to make make sense of the logic like you you cut her mic because you probably didn't want any type of you didn't know where she was going well you wouldn't know where she was going if you let her finish fucking talking and then if she 
would have gotten done with her speech. It would have been something positive, something enlightening. And once again, something that she can't never get back because you only graduate high school once. You graduate college once unless you, you know, keep going, master, PhD, all that shit. And she can't ever get that moment back. And then now, since you've done this, you have caused the own negativity towards yourself and rep- the representation of, the, of, of your school. You out here looking stupid. That's a mess. I saw that. I just thought it's it was just like a random ass Twitter viral stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I didn't know it was that big <laughs> or that he really did that. No, it's it's just a lot going on in Dallas. It's it's just too much. Mm-mm. And then we just had that storm moment. Why is the power still out, girl? Some people are not expected to get power back until well, we recording on Monday, so it's some people that I work with that's probably not gonna get power back until Wednesday or Thursday. So the day this show comes out or the day after. What type of storm was it? It was crazy because we woke up and it was like sunshine, 90 degrees all that morning. And then out of nowhere for like two or three hours, it just came through and just acted a damn fool. <laughs> like the, the trees on my street just came. It's like driving through Dallas. The trees just came down like all in the street. Like the it's like major power outages across North Dallas, South Dallas, like just straight blackouts. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, girl, after it did all of that for like those few hours, the sun came right back out again. Like, didn't nothing even happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting an emergency alert. You heard me? No, I didn't. Are you getting an emergency alert? Yeah, I just got an emergency alert. See, that's that's how you know God be on time because that y'all had that storm in Dallas. (laughs) See, and then it's for uh, and then it said it was for BMW. I was like, dang, no, it's for a car like mine. Oh wait, no, that was you talking about an Amber Alert? That was Amber Alert. Yeah, I got an Amber Alert. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I said, nigga, y'all got another emergency alert? <laughs> no, girl, we just got an Amber Alert. But that's what okay. I'm saying. There's so much stuff going on in Dallas. Like, what is going on? Like, Lord, please protect the city of Dallas. Like, it's so much going on. Even in the storm that we got, someone lost their life because the crane fell down and the parking garage fell. Mm-hmm. I thought it. Uh one of my coworkers said that. A friend of hers was affected by that. A person that was, she said her car was like on the eighth floor of the garage and it had filled mm-hmm. all the way down to the third floor. Mm. So That's it's wild. just a, like the city of Dallas is just really going through and we just, prayers are welcomed and appreciated. Mm-hmm. We don't want to put y'all on the sick and shut in. Mm-hmm. Lord, don't. But we gonna be all right. Don't move out here, though. <laughs> don't move out here. Okay, so what's the words of encouragement? Oh wait, wait, wait. Didn't you want to uh, mention uh, Malia Davis? Oh, Malia. But that's so sad. 
Do we have to? We can't make sense of it. Definitely cannot make sense of it. I'm very disappointed. I saw the post come out. I really hope that her mama didn't have nothing to do with it. Just based. So on what's that. the so what's the update? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people probably know about the story. So like, well, what's like the latest? Like, because I feel like you probably know more about the updates than me. Because I was on it, but I was I got too sad. Well, I mean, I think that that possibly was like fake news as far as like the mom having something to do with it. Like they okay. a post came out with the mom and the stepdad was had did it for like life insurance. I really honestly it's draining to me because I knew from the first time I heard that story that it was foul play involved just because of the mugshot that mm-hmm. I, I saw. I knew the stepdad had something to do with it. Yeah. Exactly. The mugshot I saw of him, the first time I heard that story as far as like they took her but they didn't take his son, which really didn't make sense to me because most of the times if they're going to take the kids or take a kid, especially if the boy is younger than the girl, they still they going to take him because people are sick and they do stuff like they they just gonna take both of them so I didn't understand why that was that story and then it just was just too much going on around it and it just made me so angry the fact that it kept going on and on and on and they kept running those things and then it clicked to me that they was running that to make him confess or make him see like we're not going to stop looking for her we know that something is going on we know that she's not okay and when he finally was like, oh, well, her body is in hope and where they can find her, I was just so pissed because it was like, damn, why did you take all this time? Why did you do that to that girl? Like, mm-hmm. her dad came over there, like, and then her mom is frustrating to me as a mom. It, I don't have no children, but I love kids. And I just don't see myself doing something like that. Like if me and him got into it or you have all of these sudden re- revelations about him or how he was with your daughter at one point in time and these footage just coming out and all that type of stuff. And you just broke up with him because you didn't want to be with him no more, but you decided to go to the airplane airport and leave your baby with this man. Like, girl, what the hell were you thinking? Like, who do who who does that? So I don't really know what to believe or what her mom was thinking as far as leaving her child with somebody that you just like. I would never, if I just broke off an engagement with somebody, I'm not about to leave my baby with him. Right. Yeah, that's that's it's my a lot daughter, of points to this story all, that just even just pisses me off, and, and I don't understand. Like. No, I wouldn't. I would not do that. I would just, especially when she got a whole daddy. Like, mm-hmm. even if he, and they said that the daddy like came me, over, like, like the he, dad came over. But her, he told, his baby was already dead by then. Mm-hmm. That's why he made something up, like, oh, she can't come outside or she can't come to the door because such and such. Like, what type of sick ass individual do you have to be to kill somebody else's child and then look their parents in the face? And then that's like got to be so disheartening because uh, it's like I want to I want to have sympathy for the mom, but it's like a, a part of me right now. I was about to say like I can't I can't allow myself to have sympathy for the mom because now this man has to live with the fact that his daughter is gone because of your poor ass decision in me. Because she could have easily <laughs> took her daughter. If you don't, you done with this man. You broke off the engagement with this man. You could have easily took your daughter to her daddy. 
She had the dad. To Why go, are you leaving I, your, to like, your child with him? Wherever you need it. Why did you leave your daughter with this man? It's why did you leave your daughter with this man? It's no, it's no answer to the question. It's, it's no answer to that question. Like she can say all the reasons in the fucking world, and I'm gonna just be standing there looking at her, like, because I can think of a million more answers that's better <laughs> that she would still be here. And then, like, part of me was like frustrated with the dad because, like, he said that the he she couldn't come outside or whatever. But like, I don't know if it's my me having the type of father that I had or the, my uncles and stuff they would have been like oh alright well let me go see let me see her sleep then I'll come let me get up then I give she can come with me cause if she like, up in her sleep all, and you that, the only man up in her like, with her state. like why yeah, like, let me get my daughter why she needs she to be sleep come. what you mean she can't come right like she can't come to the door she can't come or say hey or come talk or she sleep blah 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 they like fuck all that nigga go get my child right wake her up <laughs> like, matter of fact she sleep, that's cool i don't worry about it i can come in and get her i can i'm gonna just take her with me tell her mama i came and got her because mm-hmm. what is her mama gonna say to you aside from be mad and say, oh, you can't even got my baby from a battle. You left my baby up in there with a grown-ass nigga that I don't know. You barely even know that nigga. Like, and I didn't even know that part of the story. I didn't know that she was already, he had already did something with her body and killed her before the dad came over. I thought the dad came over, like, of course not while he was in the process, but. But even still, yeah. even if he was in the process, she was already dead. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, mm-mm. I can't. Just trash. And it's first, really, like, when, really the story, trash. when the story was unraveling, I was on that shit every day. And then it's just like once once I read the articles and saw the reports that they had her body and was taking it back to Houston and it was like now they, they can get her the proper burial. It's like I don't even want to know nothing else to do with these raggedy ass people. The mama and the stepdad. Like fuck him. Like he just throw him under the jail. <laughs> Girl. Oh, so what are your so after that being said, that what are your sad. words of encouragement? Um, let's see, words of encouragement this week. You go first. I gotta marinate. Mm-hmm. My words of encouragement this week is this week is make the money. Don't let it make you. In the words of Ebony from Players Club. In the words of Diamond from Players Club. Oh, yeah. She was talking to Ebony. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you know we on that movie bus. You um, said <laughs> so you already out here been sucked, sucked up. Yes. <laughs> like, we only been here three weeks. And you just... Man. But yeah, make the money. Don't let it make you. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with um I don't even know. I can't even think of that right now. Well, just, you know, what are some of the... Okay, well, if you don't have words of encouragement, I mean, what you can still be, what are, what are some affirmations that you think somebody should say tomorrow morning? Like I should have something. Words of encouragement. Keep your head to the sky. 
and keep a candle if you're in Dallas because I don't want y'all to lose power no more. Girl, we we all right. No shade. Clearly, all the shade if you want us to get a candle. And on that note, we're going to end the show. <laughs> all right, guys. Hit us up on social media, Make It Make Sense podcast. Hit us up, D. Ashley Joy, D. Right Jessica. Follow me on Twitter. Same name. Since clearly I ain't been on Instagram, but I, I might make a I'm gonna make an appearance this week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all know I'm on IG. I may or may not post at the right Jessica W R I G H T J E S S I C A. That's where you can find me. Okay. <laughs> we love y'all for real. We love y'all for real. <laughs> Peace. Peace.